0: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm Beth Murray, and this is One Torn Every Minute, the podcast where we talk about giving birth. Today, I'm joined by the dazzling writer and performer, Isabel Fay. We'll start by uh, asking you how many children you have. I have two children. And when were they born? Uh, I know I always get panicked that I'm going to forget their birthdays. This would be bad. (laughs) It would (laughs) be a bad start. Can you remember their names? (laughs) Yes. No, I say their names constantly in an angry voice, but I'm really scared that I'm going to forget what years they're born. Uh, 2014 and 2017. No, that's... Is that right? Yeah, no, that is right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to take your word for it. They're five and two. <laughs> lovely, lovely. So, you know, the memory is not gone and not no, forgotten. Never. never. Um, so these children whose years you don't know they were born, <laughs> um, on this podcast I do something which is faintly awkward and I ask you to choose your favourite child. Um, and by that I mean which birth really strikes mm. you? Um, well, Spike's birth, my older son, his birth was. I mean, they were they were both elective caesareans. Mm-hmm. Elective is quite misleading because it sounds like you wanted it, but yes. it, it just means that it was planned in advance. I mean, some afternoons I'm in town, I just feel like having a caesarean. Just pop in for a caesarean. Quick caesarean. Yeah. sew in myself and out. up. <laughs> um, but Spike's uh, the older the older one. Uh, his was a breeze actually. Was it, it really? was, Yeah. It was lovely. When I remember it, I might, I might have been high, but there were like cartoon bluebirds flying <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm definitely high. And it was just lovely. Like it was a Monday morning. The sun was streaming through the operating theatre window. Everyone was in a good mood. It went smoothly. It was lovely. I do have another friend who had a cesarean second time around, and she describes it in much the same way. Ooh. And, I, I, in fact, almost like a kind of spa treatment. Yes. That it was supremely relaxing. Yes. And everyone was very friendly. It's really... I mean, it's like it's like being at a a party where you're just naked on a table. But have been to parties like that. <laughs> Pre-kids. Or past- <laughs> Um But it's... It, It can be a really nice, jolly, happy experience. Or it can be my other birth. Uh, Yeah. Now, (laughs) I don't want to um, piss on your parade here with with Spike's birth, but that second one is the one I'm interested in. Yeah, Lenny. Yeah. (laughs) So he was also an elective caesarean, but it just... Was a very different experience because you'd think second time round, you know, you're 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 an old hand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were cocky, we swaggered into that place, going, "Bring on the cartoon bluebirds, <laughs> this is going to be great." <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 I'm gonna backtrack here. So it's second time round, you're old hands. hmm mm-hmm. Um, you are. Have you got to full term? Yeah, yeah. Both of them were born at like. 39 plus 4, I think. Both perfect, of them. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Bang on. Um, so it's all looking pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I had somebody the other day who was going to have a cesarean and then started to go into labour before. Yeah. She I did actually, have some mild contractions with the first one, but then I was like, how enough. far do we have to go before we have to push it back in and then yeah, do the yeah. cesarean? Because <laughs> that's what you don't want. You don't want it to go too far Yeah, you yeah, yeah, miss yeah. out on your opportunity. But no, no, both of them were just bang on. Ripe. No. So you're but feeling not good. I like this as a narrative arc because we're feeling really good. Yeah. Everything's going well. Yeah, my parents had come to look after my older one. And Perfect. he knew he was going to meet his brother that day. He was coming into the hospital later. Oh. I mean, we were so cocky. We were like, yeah, see you at four o'clock with your new brother. Um, you, you set yourselves up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah right. Massively, massively. And we, we'd we been told that basically it's like it's a bit of a queuing system. So you t- the sooner oh, yes, you I turn, turn up in the morning, it's like... Taking a ticket in Clark's shoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just, if you turn up, you take your number and you wait for your cesarean. Um, so, and that had worked the first time round. We'd been slightly early. We'd been, you know, prepared, first in the queue, just got in there. So there's no kind of triage with it. They well, just okay. who's who's first. Well, it it turns out that there absolutely is. Oh right. <laughs> okay. yeah. So that's we've got to the, the matter. I am that completely wrong. It is not like Clark's shoes at all. <laughs> Um, so swaggered in, took my ticket sort of thing, um, got into, Forest a cesarean, you wear just green surgical stockings and a gown It's very attractive. Sexy, it is yes. like a party then. Yes. Um, and what parties do you go? <laughs> they were wild. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, and wow, I've lost my train of thought from that. <laughs> image So you're in your uh, yeah. weird panties? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No panties. None. No, no obviously. <laughs> I mean, although you say obviously, but I was always I was surprised both times by how low down it it happens. Cesarean. Oh, like the, really? Oh, yeah. But isn't that yeah. to sort of minimize scarring or something? Aren't they quite careful about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I think well, yeah, I've got a scar story later. Ooh, Ooh. Can't wait. <laughs> um so yeah, so we were cocksure and early um And uh, before a cesarean, nil by mouth, uh, and that includes water. And it was a heatwave. It's August. Oh God. And um, we sat and waited. And we were put on a ward where there were women who were coming in with babies, which was a really weird place to have been put because we were. I don't. Anyway, I've no idea why we. I suppose it's sort of. Tantalizingly <clears throat> dangling the prospect, you could have this in a few hours. Yes, if exactly. we ever get to you. And I was, so, I was, so, my husband and I talked about this birth last night because I just wanted to make sure I had it straight in my head. And um, I was saying, I remember the face of the man who was coming round with sandwiches. So remember, I've been nil by mouth <laughs> since five in the morning, including water in a heatwave, and I'm on a hot ward surrounded by women with babies. And a man kept coming round with sandwiches going, do you want a sandwich? And, cut a very long story short, I was waiting there until 3pm, still nil by mouth, including water. Is that not massively unsafe for a pregnant woman not to drink any water? It is. But I am scared that when I go back to the hospital, if I ever see that man, I will rip his fucking ass off. (laughs) Because I wanted a sandwich sandwich. Give me the fucking sandwich sandwich! (laughs) And I can see every detail of his face. Did your (laughs) husband take a sandwich? No. No. Oh, that is noble. Oh no. Yeah, but he wanted to live. He wanted to survive. (laughs) No, it's just that I've heard a fair few stories of uh, partners not covering themselves in glory during the birth process Mm. in quite an amusing way. But you know, like my husband, he'd have got the sandwich. No. Yeah, he'd have got sandwich. He wouldn't. I think he would. We'll check. Yeah, I think he would. I know, yeah, he would. (laughs) My Tom would never dream of taking this out. Good on your Tom. Because I would kill him. So you got to 3.30 and you hadn't had anything to eat or drink. 3 o'clock. I hadn't had anything to eat or drink. I I distinctly remember around 1.30 starting to cry. (laughs) (laughs) And Tom going oh, don't cry. And I was like, I want to cry so I can drink my tears. I was going to say, you don't want to lose that valuable water. Yeah, exactly. And I was licking uh, the side of my face as the tears came oh down, going, oh, please, can I have some precious moisture? Were you getting any updates as to why they weren't yeah, seeing they, you? So they kept saying, the, there have been a couple of emergencies, so this is how it is not like Clark's or a cheese counter. Yeah. Um, obviously, there is no—you know, there's no hurry to see us. Um, and uh, there were other emergencies going on, obviously. So if someone needs an emergency section, you get pushed to the back of the queue, as it should be. As it should be, but you are in danger of getting dehydrated at this point. Yes! So maybe you become an emergency. And I was begging for water at this point. Mm. And then then I begged a little bit too much, and they were like, maybe you should go home and come back tomorrow. And I (gasps) didn't want to. Oh, oh my God, I didn't want to do that. It's like waiting for the dentist times a billion. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly that, so I was um, very keen not to go home. Anyway, it was a knife edge, and then finally they came and said, "Right, you can you can go down." And it's a really weird thing. You you walk down the stairs, and you have to take your own pillow because there's <laughs> the NHS and they haven't got a spare pillows. <laughs> so you take the pillow from your bed. You're walking down like with your pillow. Not in labour to go and have a baby. It's just a very strange, yes, that's strange a really thing. Odd sensation. Um, but obviously, I'd been through it before, so I was swaggering. Yeah, you know, click my nose a little score. bit. Yeah, off to meet the baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, and walked into the operating theatre, which is always weird. Walking into the operating theatre, yeah, theater. it is weird. Um, and you see all the instruments, and there's there, so many people there. gathered round. Yes, there's about 20 people. In you've the got room. like an audience. Yeah. Yes. Exactly that. Like your parties. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and uh, and you you walk in and and last time I walked in and you know they were like hi come on in take a seat very convivial. <laughs> uh, this time we walked into the room and the atmosphere was crushing and we both immediately knew and didn't say it at the time but but have said to it each other since, something horrendous had just happened oh in that god. room. Oh god. And it was yeah, like the hairs on my arm stood up. Something awful had just happened in that room. Yeah. So from the outset and like the cartoon bluebirds fell from the sky. Yeah. They were never coming. You needed the drugs. Yeah. So it was, it was a weird atmosphere and um, uh Without any kind of preamble, the anaesthetist assistant said, "Sit there on the on the slab <laughs> on the operating table," um, and he just started taking my clo- my gown off. And I was like, oh "I This is this all feels wrong." And so I said, "Oh, I feel like I should know your name before you take my clothes off." <laughs> I mean, like shit joke, but That's I just wanted to lighten the effort. mood. Yeah. yeah, and he just stopped. And stared into the middle distance, and went, Sean, and then just carried on taking my gun. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> yeah. Because usually they are oh. really good at putting you at ease. I mean, yes. I remember my anesthetist post birth. I mean, I was ready to marry him. I I oh. loved him. Yes. No And they're so good. Yeah. yeah. So for them not to have a bedside manner. Well, I I, I truly think it was whatever it just. Gone down in there. I don't oh, know. God, I don't know. That's but so the, awful. The, And the actual anesthetist, because um, that was the assistant, uh, she was great, but very austere. And you know, so her personality didn't bring a lot. Anyway, I should. I'm asking too much. That everyone's in a jolly mood, so <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, so you, uh, do you know about the spinal injection? You now have? I assume it's like an epidural. I don't know because I, I. Oh, what's right. an epidural like? Uh, so. You have you have one where you decide you're going to die in the middle of labour, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they um, so they put a big needle in the base of your spine. Yes, that yeah. And often when you're in labour, you're in the middle of contractions. Oh yeah. So they do this thing where they say you've got to stay still, otherwise you'll yes. get paralysed. Yes, yes, which is such weird pressure. Yes. yes because yeah. that doesn't relax you at all. No. <laughs> um, so and I assume that it's a kind of version of an epi- epidural. Yeah, that I think used. it is exactly that. She calls it like a spinal. Really str- a spinal block. I don't know. But, but it must be the same kind we of thing. We are not medical doctors. No. <laughs> That's it was noted really clear. that we should have some sort of obstetrician or, or, or medical mm. presence here to say, ladies, you are wrong in this case. Ah. <laughs> but that would be boring. And nah. we're having a party, so never. Um, but uh, I think with epidurals, you can get kind of levels of of numbness. And I assume, right. I really hope, that during a caesarean, you would get the full on. Well, it's weird you say that because. In the first one, I felt like I didn't really, I didn't really feel anything, other than you know when you have a tooth pulled out. Yes. Um, you don't feel any pain, but you feel the sensation. The, you feel it coming out. You yes. Know, like it you just feel doesn't the pulling, hurt. and the, but no pain, and no sense of hot or cold, or you know, it's a it's a weird sensation. Um, but the second time, after they'd done this, you know, Sean had done his thing. <laughs> lovely, happy, <laughs> cheery lovely. Sean had had done the injection you know, they lie you down and then um, the anaesthetist whose name, I, know, I don't want to say it because I don't want her to like, hear this but well, I know all of their names their full names because <laughs> her name tag was right by my face for the whole thing you never forget so, it so, uh, anyway she started um, pressing I feel like it was a credit card it can't have been <laughs> something sharp <laughs> into my in stomach. America I know insert that uh, on something weird though I remember, I wish I could remember what it was fuck it for the purpose of this it was, it was like a credit, credit card, card. <laughs> she starts pressing it on my tummy she's like can you feel that can you feel that and I was like yeah I can yeah I can definitely feel it. It's a credit card. I can feel all of that. I can feel your PIN number. (laughs) That is my real fear, because having had that same thing, you're really thinking, no, 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 I need it. I need it to be numb. I need it to work. Let's check. Let's all check lots of times that it's worked. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like it didn't work as well. Mm. So, um, and then... Innocent, it just they just get down to it. They get stuck. There's in. no, and you, you, there's that sense of being polite that you don't want to kind of criticise their anaesthetist yes. work. <laughs> but on the other hand, yeah, I, I was no, I was saying I can really feel that. I can definitely feel that. She was like, okay, well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> what like it's gonna kick in? At- no. I mean, she was, I, I really want to say, because I have now said her name out loud, she was amazing and is the <laughs> actual saviour of this story. So let's not be too harsh on her. Um, but I could feel it. And so I was freaking out a little bit and she sprayed cold water on me and I was like, yeah, that, that feels cold. Um, but it did then, you know, start to take effect eventually. But I, f- I feel like they started before I was ready. They, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't give you time to adjust. No, no. To the pleasing numbness that is an epidural. Yeah. And... um. And again, um, so in a cesarean, they will go around the room and everyone will shout out their name (laughs) from the team. Uh, Why? I uh, I think it's like, well, it's major surgery and this is what surgical teams do. Um, Tom's best friend is, uh, well, he trained as a brain surgeon. Um, He's now a GP. Um, But he trained as a brain surgeon and he has told me that there are only two operations um, that you're awake for two major surgeries that you can be awake for. Right. One of them is brain surgery, where they Because they have to tell what they're you. doing. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah, yeah, So, you so, they know, they're not cutting off some... Exactly, where yeah. so they can, like, say, count to 10, and then they touch a bit, and if you say 127, they're like, woo, not yeah, that it's bit. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, but you are sort of sedated during that, and, like, people, I think, don't really remember it very well. But uh, caesarean is the... Uh, I mean, it is major surgery, and you are completely... Why do it. they keep you awake for it? I well, mean, so you can meet your baby, I think. Is there part of you that just thinks, oh, I don't really care about meeting the baby. I'd rather just be... Well, um, blessedly oblivious. No, because I'd had the perfect birth. So you're still holding out for this? Yeah. The flying birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was still waiting for the moment where, I mean, in the first birth, when they pulled him out and held him up over the sheet and. Like a messiah. It was like that bit in The Lion King. It was lovely. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, and he cried. It was oh, it was so glorious. So, um, do you know about the sheet? So, so the. Yeah, they set up a little little curtain so you can't see. The horror they, of your stomach. Yeah, yeah, and they clip up, they take your gown and just lift it up and use that as the curtain. <laughs> so it's like, you're like in this permanent flashing situation.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know you're point of
0: caring at that oh, stage, no, but it's so undignified. It is, it really is. And the table tilts slightly backwards, so your, your you're feet really are slightly exposed. elevated. So you're slightly upside down, which is a real, like the feeling of slightly upside down feels really exaggerated. Yeah. So you're like upside down with your the gown clipped up, like, <laughs> like your flash egg. When I was <laughs> sewn up after I tore, this mm. is called one tour mm. every minute, mm. um, they put your feet up in stirrups. Oh. But of course, because you're numb, they have to hoik them up, because there's no way yeah, you're Yeah, 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 you can't And move that them. is a similar situation, that in stirrups, you know, mm. you, it, it's, you're providing quite the view <laughs> to the assembled crowd. <laughs> Exactly, and it's always a crowd, and it's a mess by then as well. Yeah, so. yeah. total mess. I mean, with the with the first cesarean, I never saw like the, I never saw much behind behind the gown. <laughs> but with the second one, I mean, at one point, someone stepped out, and they were literally covered head to toe in my blood. Oh, and I remember looking Jesus. at them going, That's my blood. That's so weird. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to see. Anyway, thank you, you have to get yourself used to the idea that yeah, you have a lot of blood to use yes. during birth, and yes. that was something I found very hard to get my head around. I know that you can lose loads. I did, and I still didn't have a have a transfusion. No, which means it's you know, there's a lot. There's to loads. Lose. Yeah, masses. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do crime club. In series one, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was when was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19 actually. In series two, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out of his wheelchair. About four of us, I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. <laughs> That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behavior. New episodes out every Monday. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So, you your Kind of tipped up. Yeah, yeah. Nether regions flashing. (laughs) Yeah. What end was Tom at? Was he at the head end or the... Always. Business end. Always. I I think when you've done something twice, you can say always. Always. (laughs) At the head end. Yeah. And we had pre-agreed that he wouldn't even glance the other side of the curtain. Because I didn't want to ever see his face (laughs) looking at what was happening down there. Because I did, I mean... I'm really, really squeamish. So this is something I should bring up. I'm really, really desperately squeamish and frightened of needles and blood Mm -hmm. and knives. And (laughs) (laughs) this is like, it's weird that I had such a good time the first time around because I am desperately scared of all these things. Um, So what Tom Tom does to uh, get me to stop thinking about it? is he the first time he wrote a pub quiz for me to do <laughs> seriously during the yeah did it have a theme there were different themed rounds and I was able to ask for categories <laughs> and I remember being on geography <laughs> <and> <laughs> at Spike's birth and hearing a voice from the other side of the sheet that I knew to be my surgeon going Battenberg and it was the right answer <laughs> and, Anyway, so we've just that, What what's the prize? <laughs> what's the prize? Yeah. I mean, it's a baby, I know, not but looking at not not being tempted to look at the giant um stainless steel light above that's above every that single It gives cesarean. you a mirror version of it's a mirror. It's a giant mirror. There's kind of not much point in putting up the curtain if you can see I in know. the mirror. I <laughs> know. Exactly. So, anyway, so that that's the prize is is Focusing your mind on something, anything. I like the pub quiz and I think more people should consider that as an option. Well, the first, you know, the first birthday, they loved it. They loved it. The second birth, you can imagine the crushing atmosphere. Sean's not impressed. Sean's not into this at all. <laughs> and Spike's like, in season four of Friends. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, start the quiz, start the quiz. I need to think about anything else. Uh, so he started the quiz. Um... <laughs> I can't remember any of the questions. I have no idea. That's a shame. He should publish it. He said he reckons I did quite well, but I think the I think the questions were stacked in my favour. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know. Um, Anyway, so they they started the operation before I felt ready. So I was thinking, ask me a quiz question, and we hadn't explained this either. So we just launched into a be general knowledge quiz. (gasps) <gasps> of all the odd things that has happened in the operating theatre, that's got to be right up there. Yeah. 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 I'll admit that was a curveball for them. But at any point, someone could have gone, What's she doing? But no one did. Um, anyway, and then it, I mean, it goes really, really fast. So uh, they cut through the first few layers of your skin uh but an inch and so presumably because no, somebody else described this to me as in the same sense it, you can sense that they're doing yeah, something and yeah. i think she described it as rummaging around in yeah, a washing yeah. up bowl yeah as they were cutting i felt like i was being unzipped it was a really weird kind of yeah unzipped is the only way i can explain it but it didn't hurt, it. hurt like, as as the it didn't by that point it didn't hurt much, <laughs> but it wow. did hurt a bit. <laughs> um, no, I I could feel it much more than I could with the with the first one. Yeah. So they were cutting into me and and then um, I I said to the anesthetist I, I I think I'm feeling something and I was sort of starting to kind of shake at this point. Mm. Anyway, she topped up. She was like, top up. <laughs> she a little top up of drugs. Top up. Um, she topped me up. And then I started really like trembling and immediately puked. But Hmm. if you're slightly upside down, it's really hard to be sick. Like on your own face. And don't forget, I've got nothing in there because I haven't had any water or anything. It's just bile, basically. So it's just bile. And then I discovered afterwards the reason they make you not eat or drink is in case you're sick. But I would have given anything to. Because I nearly asked that. Why can't you have some water? You know, what's so wrong? So I would have given anything to. Have something to bath, to be honest. Yeah, because I had bile going up my nose. Water's oh, not awful. that bad if it's sick. You no, know? I would much. rather... For- anyway, wow. So why were you shaking and sick? Is it because well, of the lack of food and drink? I, I have. I still don't know. I have no idea. Um, but I was sort of convulsing, and um, and being sick into those. You know, like re- I can really, like, feel the sensation of those papier-mâché kind of kidney-shaped dish oh, yes. pressed against the side of my face as I'm like juddering and Tom's saying, what's the capital of Finland? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then they, they tear through the last layer and then I'm still mystified really about what happened here. Um, but suddenly everyone started using their emergency voices and the atmosphere that was already pretty bad <laughs> shifted again. Um. And there was a lot of pulling. And actually, I was yanked around the table really quite a lot. I had no idea what was going on. And then suddenly, a man's head appeared over the top of that gown. Where my baby should have appeared was a man's head. And suddenly, all the air was crushed out of me as... I have no idea if he was kneeling on me or pushing... pull out the baby? No, he was pushing down on the lower part of my ribs. And I think he was trying to push the baby downwards. So, again, not a medical doctor. Mm. (laughs) Just going to point that out. But I believe what they do is they tear through the last layer of, of your uterus, put their hand in, grab onto the baby's head... Think your uterus contracts a bit, maybe, at that sensation. At at that, uh, maybe. Oh no, 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 again, not a medical doctor. But they and they they pull the baby out. But it seems that the baby had slipped out of his hand somehow, or he just couldn't get he couldn't get a grip. He couldn't get a grip, right? And this man was on top of me, a different man whose name I don't know was on top of me, pushing and shoving, and all the air was crushed out of me. And Tom said he, rem- he just remembers seeing my face like in I was in deep shock. And, um, and then I think I felt, like the- I felt like my whole body was yanked downwards. And then suddenly someone said, he's here. And there was silence. like, where's that cry? Yeah. Where, and, but I, at, at that stage also, still couldn't breathe. Mm. So I, I couldn't say anything. Um, and this silence feels like it went on for forever. Of course it did Um And when the baby is born by a cesarean, they take the baby straight to something that's horribly called a resuscitare, which is like a sort of heat lamp uh, that you put chicks under. <laughs> and they hatch, they sort of rub them down, and yeah, and they check them out as well before yeah, they exactly. Because it, I guess it's more important that they check them than they yeah. g- give them to you, yeah, just in case it's a problem. But the resusc- resuscitator was—it might as well have been in a different country. It yeah. was so far away from me, and I didn't get a glimpse even of. They tried to hold him up, but it was still an emergency feeling, mm. and they were like, "No, no, no, get him to the resuscitator!" And they rushed him over and. And Tom looked at me. I was like, "Go with him, (laughs) go with him." I still couldn't breathe. You know, I'd been crushed, and um, Tom rushed over. And I I remember seeing him like bobbing around, trying to see over all of these people's faces to see the baby. And and I I had no idea what was happening. And I turned to the anaesthetist and just went, "Eh, eh." (laughs) "All I could," "Eh, eh." Uh, and she she just went. Would you people please tell her what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. I love her. <laughs> and at that moment, amazingly, Lenny responded by crying.
1: So um, he listened to her yeah, even exactly. if they didn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, and he'd just taken a bit of time to get going. He'd just... But I suppose as you say, that felt like a lifetime yeah. to you, but probably was only a few seconds it, of oh, yeah emergency maybe. and flurry and I think m- stress. Maybe. 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. I, it's long enough yeah. though, Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Long enough that I had no idea what was happening. Um, and then Tom said, what's the capital of Peru? <laughs> <laughs> and Lenny did not know the answer. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> um, so they brought, so then they were, They. I, I sort of, this is all a bit hazy because I'm still trying to breathe at this point and I'm still f- vomiting into this. Vomiting bile into this thing and convulsing. Don't forget, I'm still convulsing, <laughs> weirdly convulsing. And I think it was Tom that brought him over to me. I can honestly. I really can't remember. And sort of plopped him onto my <laughs> onto my chest. It was enormous. He was quite a big baby. And uh, and I couldn't use my arms to hold him. And right. I was I was just going. I was just convulsing. And again, I was sick. And I was going. Can you just hold him there? Hold him there. <laughs> Um, and then, and then I'll just, just, I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> because I then lost absolutely masses of blood, but didn't have a transfusion, like you say. It's something to do with the iron levels, I think, that they, yeah. they judge it on not how much you've lost, but how, yeah, what, what right. remains of what you've got, Oh, I, I think. I think that's how they judged it for me anyway. I'm not really, again, not a doctor, <laughs> but, um. I think it's something to do that because I know people who've lo- lost less than me who've had transfusions. I think it yeah. s- just depends on the case. Well, they, I mean, so then they they s- sort of pull the placenta out and sew you up, whatever, and then everyone in the room hikes you on t- from the from the table onto a trolley and get and you out of there yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And this is such a it's such an undignified experience. I mean, after all of this, Tom was holding money in and, and I really remember them going. Like, big, large men going, one, two, three. So, like, me over. A lovely sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they took me into recovery. And um, there was this guy there. There was this, um, I want to say doctor. Could have been a nurse. But he looked like... That taxi driver who turned up on the BBC. (laughs) 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 He wasn't supposed to be there. (laughs) He just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So I was sort of there, still convulsing, but now not lying upside down at least. And Tom was sort of holding Lenny on me, and I was sort of convulsing a bit. But, you know, things had calmed down a bit. And I looked up at the, the monitor... And I remember my heartbeat being, I was like, is that my heartbeat? That's really weird. Something like 25 beats a minute. Is that low? I can't remember. Yeah, Yeah. because it's supposed to be something like 70 or 80, isn't it? Right. I remember it being a weird number. Twenty-five is not a weird number, but you know. I'm by this because, quite rightly, everybody seemed very concerned about Lenny. But at no point does somebody seem to have said to you, "Listen, you're shaking. Maybe yeah. there's a problem here." Maybe, you know. I think it's normal. I mean, yes, yes it, that's the problem. It feels normal to them because they see it all the time, and much worse, as we yeah. are yeah. suspecting. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. So, it's, but it would be someone to explain that to you. <laughs> you. You know, this seems bad to you, but trust me, you are run of the mill. This is love. fine. Exactly. This is fine. Mm. Um, and we said to this guy, is, "Is it meant to be that look?" And he honestly gave us the face like that. The BBC guy, like, shit. Do you want a sandwich? I don't know sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, but weird that you should mention that on paper, this this sort of this is normal um, because I went for a birth debrief afterwards. Oh yes, yeah. uh, yes, and um. The obstetrician who did it was not the obstetrician who did either of my births. Um, And she looked over it and she went, well, it's just normal. Everything was fine. And, really? Yeah. But I mean, if, if you hadn't had the first one, You Mm. might have bought that. You might have thought, God, well, it seemed awful to me. But, you know, who am I to know? But you had the first one being so different. That suggests that it wasn't normal. Yeah. And, you know, and I said, why would there be a man on top of me? (laughs) Because no one ever explained it. No. You know, and, and, you know, Tom saw this. there, There was a man on me. There was just a man on top of me. In my head, he had his knee in my chest because I was so crushed. But it could have been, you know, like the heels of his hands or... I have no idea. And she went, well, sometimes we need to use a bit of external manipulation to move the baby. It's probably just that. And it's, you know, and it probably was just that. It probably was. But it's just really interesting to see that how on paper these two births were exactly the same. Maybe the lesson is that she'd have looked at the notes from your first birth and gone, oh, my God. This is extraordinary. It was so good. We never see anything this good. (gasps) The right song was playing. Oh, no, we (laughs) never... The stars were aligned. We never do that right. No. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's that way around. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a mystery, though, isn't it? But then also, well, I feel like I can't... I couldn't have any comeback to this either because then I also said... And another thing that I'm very annoyed about (laughs) at my birthday brief, very annoyed about this is that you didn't use the same incision site. Oh, yes. Um, and now I have two cesarean scars. And she was like, "You, no, you don't. You don't. Like In the notes, it says we use this. And I said, famously, I said, I can assure you I have too. Couldn't you just show her? <laughs> and so I did. So I lay down on the, on the bed, shimmied everything off, and she had a good look. And she went, right. Well, that there is your caesarean scar that we used twice. And that red line there is a fold of fat. (laughs) (laughs) And fold of fat is one of those phrases that comes back to me all the time. (laughs) And Tom said, you are right and you win the quiz. (laughs) (gasps) Fold of fat. (laughs) It's just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't then go, well, actually, I feel like the uh, birth would because I had not got <gasps> what a lovely a star to stand on. You know? <laughs> you got a baby and. A fold of fat. What more could you want? It's <laughs> like my name of my first album, Fold of Fat. <laughs> and the band. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, that's marvellous. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I suppose, you know. There are lessons to be learnt from all of this, mm-hmm. and God knows I don't know what they are. But um, <laughs> looking back, um, if you were to go back in time and tell yourself something to make the process a little bit easier and more straightforward, what would mm. be the thing that you would tell yourself? Um, God, drink the water, I think. Just drink the water. <laughs> but and I think of the sandwich. Yeah, I'm not sure I would change a lot. There's nothing I can really do. Eat the sandwich. Get, embrace the sandwich guy and just <laughs> fuck it. Nothing bad would have, I would have loved to have puked up a sandwich. Would have given me something to do. <laughs> a pr- tactical pr- projectile vomit yes, in the operating exactly. theatre. Would have been just what that oh, Sean needed. Exactly. Oh, bless him, poor Sean. Um, <laughs> but I think also uh, from a cesarean point of view, the, I would say to myself, don't let people be mean to you <laughs> because people are hot, like kind of everyone wants to know why why did you have an elective cesarean and why you know and i had did have a medical reason but i've, I've spent so long justifying it and um there's that phrase why did you feel you needed to justify oh, it because people ask why and then it's not really justifying but i suppose you're answering the question but i felt defensive i think um and there's that there's that hateful phrase too posh to push (laughs) which is just the really it's like the weirdest whoever came up with that has a very strange concept of what is posh but isn't that for like like, those myths about Maybe they're not myths. It's about celebrities who who have a cesarean like a month early so that they can get some fat sucked out of them. The roll of sure, fat sucked out of them that, at the same time. The, even in that, they're still like having major surgery and having yeah, a baby. they wouldn't choose and to do And there's never, that. like, you're not going to, you know, there's no posh woman out there going, oh, Kenneth, I think our drinks parties have become too boring. Let's have a fucking cesarean next year. <laughs> so posh you'll get the tattender and I'll bring the scalpel I mean there's nothing fucking posh about about it it's really weird there were no canapes no champagne no. not even water I don't know why Kenneth where's Kenneth come from Kenneth does sound like quite a posh name <laughs> anyway uh, so uh, sorry that was a very weirdly long answer to your question I think silence the critics just uh, ignore it and um And drink the water, eat the sandwich. Drink the water and eat the sandwich. Hold the sandwich guy very close. And I love that advice, but what I am going to do with it is I'm going to wrap it in the softest, lightest cashmere Mm. and I'm going to sell it to a stranger on the dark web. Because (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to childbirth, we all have to do things our own way and not take any advice. Amen. Forge ahead. (laughs) So thank you very much for that wonderful story. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) And goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks for listening to One Torn Every Minute. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review us. See you next week. <laughs> Ask the Lincoln Poops. It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we answer the questions that the kids ask. Did bacon or pigs come first? Ba- bacon. Bacon, are you not listening? It couldn't be simpler. Liar, liar, that... pants on fire. Oh, <laughs> Your pants on fire, did oh you my... know that? Oh, hold on, my pants are on fire. Sorry, that's <laughs> just pure coincidence. <laughs> you haven't learned a thing. Ask the poops. Great big owl.